Many times after a long week of counseling, something I feel called to and something I enjoy doing 98% of the time, I still feel a sense of grief and a, a bit of overwhelm at the lack of understanding that most Christians have of the gospel that they profess to believe. Now, many people come to see me, uh, largely from other churches, that um, need counseling, and they fear that um, they're suffering from some kind of mental illness. Perhaps they're having problems in their marriage, or perhaps they're having some anxiety, or they're having trouble with their relationship with their kids, or there's a problem on the job, or their health is failing. Something's happening. There's a pattern, very important, there's a pattern of conduct in their life that's producing negative results, and they don't understand why they keep doing what they're doing. And they go to church, they're, they're living it out, they're doing what's required of them in their church, they're uh, faithful uh, people, they're not engaging in the gross moral sins necessarily, some are, but uh, for the most part, most don't. But they're, they're just, there's a pattern, and it's a progressive pattern of misery. Now, let me just tell you, what's happening most times, eight out of ten times, is that these people are not suffering from some kind of mental illness. What they're suffering from is a lack of pastoral care, a lack of pastoral teaching, and it's showing up in their life, especially in the form of, of soft legalism. Soft legalism. Now, let me explain. Soft legalism is something, a term that uh, uh, the theologian Douglas Moo has coined to refer to the fact that when you start getting the gospel upside down, backward and you and you and you don't quite understand it at all it's it's a natural default for example in his uh, commentary to the romans he says this to be sure the new testament reveals plainly enough that legalism was a problem in first century judaism this was not the hard legalism that some have wrongly attributed to the jews the idea that Jews believe that they had to do more good works than bad to get to heaven. Rather, is what we might call soft legalism, a dependence on their own obedience to the law as a way of activating God's grace in their life. In other words, they have not only not been taught, but they have defaulted to this old Jewish mindset that somehow God is perpetually in a response mode to us. That's the old hostile mind to, of God towards God that's still lingering from having once been an Adam. But they aren't being taught. Now let me give you a text here also. Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6 beginning with verse... 17, Paul is talking about slavery to sin, slavery to righteousness, and says, he says, but thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. 
you have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. End quote. What Paul just said is that there's a definite pattern of teaching that the believer must hear and embrace and obey from the heart in order to be set free from the habitual ways of having once been an Adam to now becoming a slave of righteousness in Jesus Christ and having a life that works, having a life that has some hope and joy and peace instead of a life of progressive misery. So, soft legalism takes many forms. You know, Douglas Moo just told us of one form, and that is believing that our obedience to rules, not just to the Jewish law and the Mosaic law, though that certainly can play a part. There will be preachers who will tell you, well, you have to obey the Ten Commandments as a rule of life, and, and if you don't, then look out. You, know, you better attend church on Sunday because it's the Christian Sabbath, or you have to be careful look to the Ten Commandments as the moral law. Um, but any kind of set of rules that you seek to obey, external rules that you seek to obey in order to gain God's favor is not the gospel, folks. And it's a wrong-headed view of the gospel that will not transform your mind, will not renew your mind and therefore not transform you. So, obedience activates grace. That's what most people think that come into my office. They've got their gospel completely upside down. Let me give you a couple others real quickly. <clears throat> Many people believe that their repentance activated God's acceptance of them, that they are accepted by God because they repented, which is simply quite the opposite of what Scripture teaches. Romans chapter 2, Paul is dealing with this mindset. And in verse 4 of that chapter, he says, Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbearance and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? It's the kindness and acceptance of God that we have, not because we're so lovable, not because of anything we did, but because we are now in Christ that leads us to repentance. And that brings me to my next point. And that is, many people believe that they um, had faith, that, was, that faith was their contribution to salvation, and as a result of that, they were born again. That's another upside-down view of the gospel. The Bible teaches clearly that it is regeneration or being born of the Spirit that precedes receiving the gift of saving faith, not the other way around. Let me say it clearly. Regeneration precedes faith. Now, regeneration is a theological word to say born again. Being born again precedes the receiving of the gift of faith. That is a New Testament principle from A to Z. John chapter 6, Jesus told the crowd, no one can come to me unless the Father draws him. So there's, 
this wrong upside down view that somehow we contribute faith that originates in us to salvation or that our uh, faith produces God's response by causing us then to be born again. That's just backwards. And see, you can't have a backward view of the gospel and expect that your mind's going to be renewed. And without the renewing of your mind, beloved, you're not going to be transformed. Your life is not going to work. And so you're going to be a good churchgoer, perhaps, but your life and marriages and relationships and your mental health, your peace of mind, your overall well-being will simply not be good. So what am I encouraging you to do? I'm encouraging you to consider what you're being taught, if you're being taught at all, and if you're, being, if you're being taught that obedience activates God's grace, that somehow if you do all the right stuff, God will like you more than he did if you don't, you're not hearing the gospel. If you believe that God's accepted you because you repented, you're not hearing the gospel. If you believe that faith is the human contribution to salvation, you're not hearing the gospel. If you believe that faith brings about um, the, the work of the Spirit or regeneration, you'll be born again, you're not hearing the gospel. Those are just the opposite of what the Bible teaches. And those are all forms of soft legalism. So be very careful. It, it, it's a downhill slope. God is always in the initiatory position in our life. We always respond to God. He never acts in response to us. Let me just give you one last passage here. One of my favorites, 1 Corinthians 15, <clears throat> 9 through 11. Paul says this, For I am the least of the apostles, and do not deserve even to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than all of them. Yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. End quote. Paul is saying he did not deserve to become a Christian. It wasn't because he was such a good uh, Pharisee that God chose him to be a Christian. God's electing grace and his love is, doesn't come to us because of anything. It's just what God chooses to do. It's his choice. Now the mind and that's set on the flesh will not like that. The mind that's hostile towards God will not like that. They will want to put themselves in the initiatory position. They want to believe that somehow God's acceptance of them and God's favor toward them and their status as Christians is because of something they initiated, something that they did, and then something they continue to do to activate God's continuing grace in their life. But folks, that's called soft legalism. Beware of it. May the Lord keep you in his grace always. Amen.